Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Little bit of redux. A bit of a reboot by the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you listen closely, you'll recognize that was not from this year's Super Bowl. Jay didn't put that together in the last couple minutes. No, that was from four years ago when the Chiefs were able to rally past the Niners in the fourth quarter after trailing by 10 points. They came back to win their first in 50 years. Well, now it's three. In the last five, three rings, three Super Bowl MVP awards for Patrick Mahomes. He joins very select company. And the D word is appropriate. Now, I would say it is the beginning of what could be a more extended, solidified dynasty And I am surprised that it happened so quickly on the heels of the Patriots. I didn't think we would see this again. And I believed a lot of the talk about Mahomes being the baby goat, right? So going back to the 2020 season and the Super Bowl that ensued in Tampa, remember it was one that had very few fans, but the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs. And all the talk leading up to it, much to my chagrin, and though I refuse to engage, was about goat versus baby goat. It made me want to take a fork and poke it in my eyeball. And I felt like it was overblown. And I I do still think it's a little overblown. But at 28 years old, no one's done what Patrick Mahomes has done as a quarterback and as the leader of this team. And there is a lot of potential for it to continue. As we've seen, the Hunt family is committed to whatever creative methods they need to to remain winners. The front office is as well, right? Andy Reid, he's got a new lease on life with his young quarterback and the pieces that they put around them. They recognize the process. They don't freak out when things don't go well. Now in two consecutive years, the Chiefs were doomed. They were done. It was over. They weren't even the best team in their division anymore. And it wasn't a great season for the Kansas City offense. It really wasn't. Led the league and dropped passes. 
Patrick Mahomes' worst career numbers, which I suppose isn't saying much. But so much about the Chiefs' success in 2023 was in large part because of the defense, which makes them even more formidable. I would think the rest of the NFL can look at the season for the Chiefs and go, you've got to be kidding me. Just when Mahomes and Kelsey has a down year, just when the Chiefs' offense is nothing impressive, what happens? They find their rhythm and their groove in the postseason. Kelsey and Mahomes set records. It doesn't matter that they aren't at Arrowhead Stadium. They go on and they claim another Super Bowl without Mahomes and the offense having even remotely their best season. That's the part that I think should be worrisome to the rest of the league. Is that now you've got this kind of phenomenon, which we see with winning teams, like, say, UConn women's basketball or Alabama football or the Patriots. And it's a little bit different in college versus pros, but the idea is that potential teammates or potential recruits are attracted by the winning. It becomes this cycle where, and this happened with the Patriots for years, where the best free agents are at at times even willing to take less money to play for a team that is consistently a winner and puts itself in that position. Six straight AFC championship games. Four Super Bowl appearances. Three wins. A quarterback who's only 28 years old. Who, other than a couple of minor injuries here and there, he just continues to play. Even when they're not at their best, they've still won a Super Bowl this season. Which, again, should strike even more fear into the rest of the AFC West and the NFL. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. On Twitter, ALaw Radio. And then our Facebook page, too. Around mm, two and a half hours before kickoff. Oh, no, I take that back. That was about when, when I was smelling the buffalo chicken dip and knowing that it was done. About four and a half hours before kickoff, I whipped up some buffalo chicken dip, put it in the crock pot. Because we took a red eye home from Vegas and didn't land in New Jersey until about 7.15 a.m. Eastern time, Bob was sleeping while I was making buffalo chicken dip. (laughs) When he came downstairs, it was smelling terrific. So about 5.15 or so, we had the chicken dip fresh out of the crock pot with not in any particular order, carrots, a couple of sweet peppers, radishes. Those were the three veggies. Delicious. And then corn chips, a couple of different varieties, but the thin and crispy plus non bread. I offered crackers too, and he said, nah, this is plenty. <laughs> we both really enjoyed it. Found the recipe on the internet. 
on Sunday, actually, Sunday morning, and was able to throw it together. It was really delicious. I cheated. I did not use a rotisserie chicken or make my own fresh chicken. Now, I just took it out of a can, but didn't know it was so good. So I was tweeting about that earlier and asking you all uh, what was on the table at your party, and some of you responded with some real interesting food items. Speaking of food, the Bobby Flay interview from Radio Row uh, shared that earlier on Sunday. and <laughs> I think we may have gotten as much traffic on Sunday, but it, it stands to reason. Bobby Flay and food and Super Bowl, they just go together. So what is your reaction? Find us on either Twitter or Facebook. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Love to take some of your calls. I do want to get to a little of the reaction from the Niners. And so we'll circle back here. And we're going to go through the whole game with the the big moments that that stood out to me that I took notes about. Some of the extras, too, with the commercials and the halftime show. There are a bunch of other notes that weren't necessarily football-related that I have on my extra, extra note card. But for Kyle Shanahan, this is becoming all too familiar. I don't think it gets any easier. I'm not saying that. But only two games at this level ever to go into OT. Only two Super Bowls that ever require overtime. He was on the losing end in both of them. And now, while he was the offensive coordinator with the Falcons when they lost to the Patriots in the largest comeback in Super Bowl history... As a head coach, he's twice had his team up 10 points against the Chiefs, and they've been unable to protect that lead. And there's all kinds of reasons why. I don't know you can say that the two games are exactly the same. But at halftime, when they were up 10-3, to Of course, Shanahan said, we were not feeling confident. That's the wrong way to say it. We were not feeling like we had any type of advantage over KC. There was no feeling um, at halftime. I mean, we didn't feel like we had a lead. Big lead was 0-0. We could have been up a lot more and not felt any different or down. There's a whole other half of football to play. There's a lot of analysis that's gone into Kyle Shanahan and the Niners choosing to receive the kick, so get the ball first on offense in overtime. Now, keeping in mind, this is the first time that they're playing OT under the new rules. In the Super Bowl, both these guys, or both these teams, excuse me, have to touch the ball. So it's not a, hey, you score a touchdown on the first possession and you're done. So then becomes the question, well, if that's not the case, what's the benefit of receiving the ball? And a lot of this strategy is picked up in college. And I think people may have believed that this was the same as the college football overtime, which I actually don't like, where it's each team touching the ball from a particular yard line. Each team gets a a possession from a particular yard line. And if you continue to match your opponent, you just keep going into more and more possessions. Overtime, double, triple, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's not timed. 
you're talking about teams trying to match each other in OT until one team either makes a stop or has a touchdown while the other has a field goal. That's not what this was. According to Dean Blandino, who was offering rules clarification on Westwood One during the Super Bowl, if the Chiefs had only put a field goal on the board at the end of that first overtime, as opposed to the Miko Hardman touchdown, if they'd only kicked a field goal to tie the Niners again as they went into the second overtime or second quarter of overtime, it would have become sudden death. More like the Stanley Cup playoffs. So it, it wasn't going to be a tit-for-tat or a dueling possessions, but as Tony Romo was attempting to explain it, this is like I thought he was going to talk right over the snap. So he did stop talking as Mahomes received the snap and then quickly found Hardman. He had stopped talking, but I was worried. I thought initially because it felt like he had a lot more to say and then – for his sake, I'm grateful that he wasn't talking over the Mahomes snap or over Jim Nance. Anyway, he was trying to explain it, and I think he's probably accurate in what he said. There are a lot of people around the country going, well, what happens now if they get to the end of the first overtime and there's no either A, score by the Chiefs, right? So let's say they ran out of time in that first quarter or first overtime but still had the possession. Then what happens? It wasn't. Niners win, they would have wrapped around into a second OT, but then it would have been sudden death. Why does the NFL have to overcomplicate these things? For heaven's sakes. But again, there's now a science. There's now all these analytics that would tell college football teams and now NFL teams whether or not you should receive or defer to start overtime if you win the coin flip. This is something we talked about with you know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Listen, he's a ph- phenomenal football coach, and so, um, you know, he, he's, he, he just has a great feel for it. He's got good staff, and he's got good players to go along with it. Most of all, he's a great teacher. So that when you have young guys like, like we've had, um, that whole staff has done a, a great job of teaching, but he leads the, the parade on that. So he, uh, what a heck of a year. I like the Kyle Shanahan explanation, and you hear the kudos from Andy Reid, who not only admires Kyle Shanahan, but he won, so he can afford to be gracious. I do like the idea of what he's saying, especially if you have a strong defense. You go out there and you score, which the Niners did, though only three points. You go out there and score, well, because it's not a sudden death situation, your opponent is going to have the ball. You put points on the board, then your defense stops them, then you get the ball back. And if it's only a three, say three to three, if it's only two field goals in overtime, well, then you have the ball in your hands, you know exactly what has to be done. Yeah, so it's weird when sudden death kicks in, right? (laughs) That's the part that I think has to be confusing. It's not at the end of the quarter. It's not if the other team scores a touchdown. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter now. Just know that they were prepared to go into a second quarter. And had the game been 
tied again after that first overtime, well, then it becomes sudden death. Okay. (laughs) It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of criticism of Brock Purdy all year. It's almost become laughable. It's like a thing right now to, to hop on Brock. I know it's not hop on pop, but hop on Brock. Well, Kyle Shanahan, even in the loss, still raves about his young QB. Hopefully I'll spend a little time with him tonight. We'll see how it goes. But, um, I mean, there, you don't say a lot. There's not much to say. You let guys deal with it. you gotta, you got to feel this. It's not something that just words or anything makes it feel better. You sit there and you deal with it, and you've got to do that for a while. But I mean, I'm so proud of Brock, um, how he shows up every week, how he plays. Uh, he had an unbelievable year, and um, he did a hell of a job today. We will hear from Brock Purdy and more from Patrick Mahomes coming up. But I'd love to hear from you on Twitter, A-Law Radio, just now opening up Facebook because it's been a little busy these last couple hours since I walked into the building. We certainly have to go through the game itself with all the turning points, the extra, extra, but we'll take a few calls straight ahead. The Chiefs win back-to-back Super Bowls, first time in the NFL since the Patriots in 0304, so first time in a couple decades. Third Super Bowl win in five years. Very few teams have ever accomplished that. And as I said earlier, there's still potential for more. Because the guys around Patrick Mahomes, other than Travis Kelsey, are relatively young. Because the defense is relatively young. Now, they do have a couple of veterans, but the defense has got a lot of young pieces as well. And with the defense now holding its own, the Chiefs are even more of a challenge, especially when they get on this playoff stage. And, oh, yeah, while they love being at Arrowhead, it's not a requisite. They can win wherever, wherever and whatever you put in front of them. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. (laughs) I thought I heard Pat say that Wednesday is the ticker tape parade. They had it pre-planned just in case (laughs) back in Kansas City. So we'll wait for confirmation. It's good to have you with us. Hope you enjoyed Super Bowl Sunday. I know the game went into overtime, which may have cut into your sleep. But no complaining. We get this once a year where a third of our country is tuned into one event that happens in no other genre for no other event. We don't agree about pretty much anything else in the United States of America, but we do agree when it comes to football. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Cheese Kingdom! Y'all hear this? We've been fighting for all right all day. How about a little Fever Las Vegas? Fever Las Vegas! Fever! Fever! This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Travis Kelsey wasn't done. He threw in some Viva Las Vegas, but then he had to go back to his old faithful. And the refrain that we've heard from him over and over. The goal's always been to get three. But we couldn't get here without getting the two and having that target on our back all year. And I love these guys right here. The men that we just won this thing with. Family forever, baby. I couldn't be more proud of you guys. And how about it? We get a chance to do it three times in a row. How do you get excited for that, baby? You go party in Las Vegas and get back to it. You got to fight for your right. Believe it, baby. I'll see y'all next year. (laughs) Already talking about a three-peat. And why not? Nobody stepped up to stop them yet. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We'll get to more of the Niners' reaction. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. It was fairly poignant to see some of the Niners sitting on the bench as the confetti is falling. A couple of guys. I think one of them might have been Hargrave. Javon Hargrave. I can't remember I, uh, which, which guy it was. But he was sitting on the bench covered in confetti. He's sitting there. The confetti's all over his lap. It's all over the bench around him. And it's on his face and his hair. And he's just sitting there not moving. Uh, McCaffrey in tears on the sidelines. His first Super Bowl. But close is not good enough against Kansas City. We now know that. It's a hard and fast rule against the Chiefs. When you're down by 10 or when they're down by 10, they've got you right where they want you. 855-212-4227. Connor is in California. Connor, welcome to After Hours. This hurts. I know hurts it does. I know it does. And I called into my local affiliate earlier, and they were like, how can we make it better? And I'm like, you can't. You just you got to wait it out. And, you know, it just, this one's going to keep me up for a long time. And What's going to stick with you? What parts will stick with you? I think, you know, um, the, definitely the missed extra point, um, not capitalizing off of that interception immediately in the second half after we go three and out off of a perfect opportunity. It just, my heart is just broken, and I just, it's, it's going to take a while to mend. It hurts the circle a lot. Mm, those who love the most hurt the most, Connor. That's what I found out. As an old person, that's what I know. Those are wise words. Mm. So here's the thing about the Niners. They do have all the pieces in place. 
Uh, I So you're in the Bay Area, right? Sort of, yeah. I'm in like a little town that's 45 minutes away from it. Okay. Well, then if on the flip side, you understand what other NBA teams feel when it comes to the Warriors. How many more opportunities would, say, the Thunder have had or the Jazz or even the Nuggets? Other teams, the Cavaliers, for heaven's sakes, had it not been for the fact that the Warriors were rising and were dominating at the time that they were. And so it's it's not just, hey, the Niners have put a team together that can win. They've got a coaching staff that they like. They finally have a quarterback that plays all the way through. It's you're playing at the same time as the Chiefs, right? So you're running into a team that is has gotten the better of you. So I know it doesn't help necessarily to say that the Niners do have all the pieces in place. They do. It's just that so do the Chiefs. And now twice they've been just a little bit better. Yeah, and you know, I guess what I guess the feelings that I'm feeling right now are not necessarily angry. I'm just beaten down and disappointed and frustrated that we couldn't get this game down. We couldn't we couldn't we couldn't wrap it up and we, we couldn't stick with it. And I guess that concerns me in the future. Well, the good news about human beings, at least the ones who are winners and are supposed to be champions, or at least have designs on being champions, is that they learn, they grow, they get better, right? Uh, I would say yeah. major steps. Number one is that Brock Purdy was the quarterback all the way through. They did not have to use three different quarterbacks this year, four different quarterbacks this year. He stayed healthy all the way through. So that was huge. Christian McCaffrey had a monster year. He stayed healthy most of the way through as well and was there for all the big moments. Uh, That defense is still really good, though obviously the Dre Greenlaw injury, the torn Achilles, is devastating. And these guys were, we'll hear from them in, in a second here, but a lot of his teammates were so devastated for him. But the the quarterback question has been answered. I mean, it took them several years to go through and and try every wrong answer, right, Connor? They try. I mean, not that Jimmy Garoppolo was wrong, but um, they they weren't going to keep him. They looked at Trey Lance. They ended up with Brock Purdy. So that question had has been answered, and that's a huge yeah. piece of it. They've got yeah, incredible talent around him. Yeah. yeah, we have definitely found ourselves our quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think he's got a long way to go. And I think he can definitely make a big impact on Niners history. I really like him, and I really like where he's going right now. And uh, I really appreciate you for taking my call. Love your show. You are awesome. All Thank right. you so much. We'll talk more about the offseason. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see if we can work in Dave here in San Francisco. Dave, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, seeing Kyle Shanahan, you know, wandering the field on the, afterwards, looked like a, a kid who lost his dog. Yeah, he just had a sour, I mean, a, like this distraught look on his face. But you know, it's something. You know, he's, uh, uh, you know, he's uh, come across it a couple of times now. Uh, once with the OC uh, with the Falcons, you know, throwing the ball, you know. You know, not without using any imagination. He's got uh, wide receivers bunched up next to his linemen. You know, you're you're taking away any, you know, the KC. They have like a spread offense. You know, it gives the the wide receivers uh, room to move, to navigate, to negotiate. And then, you know, 
Brock, he had the agility against the Lions. If you, if everything's clogged up in the lanes in front of you, you're not giving him any uh, options or avenues to use his mobility. So, yeah, I think, like, Kyle played not to lose instead of playing to win. And I thought in the second quarter, you know, he was going to change that with that, you know, with the trick play, you know, to, with Jawan Jennings to McCaffrey. And I said, okay, maybe he's got some balls to win this in the second half. But he, he shut down. He became like a turtle. The, the fourth and three? The fourth and three, no? I beg your pardon? The fourth and three call? Um, they didn't settle for yeah, field yeah. goal there. Yeah, no, but I'm saying in the second half, he, you know, he his all his formations were out of a tight set. Like he had Brandon Ayuk, you know, lined up next to a tight end. You know, he's got nowhere nowhere to move. And you know, if I know that the old line has been kind of the Achilles heel last year, and they did nothing to bolster it in the draft this year, but. You know, uh, another thing is, like, look at the Lions. They bring in another tackle. I mean, I don't know if he's a tackle eligible, but they bring in, um, like, instead of having that Braden Lewis or Willis, you know, bring in a third tackle. If you know you're going to run, you need some muscle. You know people that can grind. And we used to have a good tight end, uh, Charlie Warner, but instead we bring a rookie in. It's kind of like the, you know, I, I just don't get Kyle's thinking. He, he thinks like he's like a mad scientist fooling people, but, you know, he's really fooling himself. So you think this is on Shanahan's shoulders? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, right. I, I mean, I, I know that, you know, there's breaks in every game and injuries and all that. Um, on the flip side, on the, de- on, on the defensive side, uh, everybody knows you faced Lamar Jackson, you faced in the past... Uh, uh, Russell Wilson, you, uh, you know Lamar. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you know Mahomes is going to run if he's got if you're your man covered. You got to have a spy on him. But again, you know, it's like they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And I just uh, I tweeted out a link about you know the Little River Band, the, the Lonesome Loser. You know, it's like <laughs> you know you know he's going to keep on losing, but he's keep going to keep on trying. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, fait accompli. You know, we kind of accept, expect that and we accept it. Hmm. You know, it's, Interesting, because I don't think our caller just before you has accepted it yet. No, I heard him. I was on the KNBR 680. I was on the hold for about an hour and a half. But the hosts were, I think they had a too little more to imbibe, so they weren't feeling the pain. <laughs> Uh, well, I have no idea if that's true, but that's quite an accusation to throw well, out there if it's not true. No, they, they admitted it on, on the air. Interesting. So, yeah. But anyhow, I'm not here to da- you know downgrade anybody. I'm just, you know, it's like you, you, know, you call a spade a spade, you know. And, uh, you know, it's fitting that, you know, the game was in Vegas and, you know, Kyle was uh, standing on 15 hoping everybody else was going to bust. Hmm. That's quite an assessment, Dave. All right, we'll see what happens moving forward and if he can learn how to adjust. You'll have to give him (laughs) props when they uh, come back and make themselves relevant again. Thanks so much for your phone call. 855-212-4227. It's one thing to be a great team. 
Uh, it's one thing to be able to win your division, even your conference. They put themselves in position over and over again in San Francisco. And as I said to Connor, they've answered the question of quarterback. There is no more question there about Jimmy Garoppolo. It was, it was back and forth for years because of his injuries. Then they draft Trey Lance and Garoppolo's on his way out, except he's not. He has to play again. They don't have those questions anymore. Brock Purdy is the quarterback. And they have Christian McCaffrey, one of the best athletes in the NBA, the NFL, an MVP candidate. George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league. Some versatile receivers, some tough and physical guys. And Debo Samuel, he's battled through injuries. Brandon Ayuk, we've seen what he can do. And then pieces around them as well. I think their defense is terrific. The issue is, of course, we're talking about a generational quarterback in Patrick Mahomes and a future Hall of Fame tight end in Travis Kelsey. The two of them have the same kind of connection that Brady and Gronk did that was almost impossible to stop, even if you knew where it was going. And while Brady wasn't a runner, he could elude pressure, he could get rid of the ball quickly, and he had an uncanny instinct. Well, Mahomes has the same thing. And he can run. And he does. As much as our caller mentioned a spy on Patrick Mahomes, they don't do designed runs for him very rarely, like a Lamar Jackson. His is broken plays. His is there are no other options. You don't put an entire defender to spy on Mahomes when he's not taking snaps with the purpose of running the ball. That's not what he does. He does it when there's no other option. He's just real good at it. He waits. He has incredible timing. He waits until the last possible second. And then when the field seems to open up in front of him, like a parting of the Red Sea, he takes off. And he's tough, too. On one of his third down runs, he banged into a couple of defenders two yards before the chains. And the momentum and putting his head down and his toughness, he got right through them. But let's credit the defense, too. What did Trent McDuffie knocked a ball away that was a surefire touchdown pass in the end zone by Brock Purdy. That was in the second quarter, so first half. We're going to go through, starting at the top of the hour, we'll go through the major moments from the beginning. On Twitter, A Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. By the way, if you did not see the photo of Chicago Johnny, it is on both Twitter and Facebook. Jay and I did, in fact, go to the Mob Museum, and Chicago Johnny was a perfect gentleman. He was so much fun. He gave us a guided tour until his friend and driver just insisted he had to leave for a doctor's appointment. <laughs> anyway, it was great. We've got lots of stories from Vegas. Lots of stories even from Friday after our work was done. Uh, we did meet with Chicago Johnny. We went to the Mom Museum. We had our big breakfast brunch uh, for producer Jay. It was awesome. It was such a great day. Exhausting, to be sure. Ended with Cirque du Soleil for me and the hubs. That was around, oh gosh, 
I think 8.30 by the time we were done. And after the week of working and not sleeping more than four hours at a time at any point, and then running all day Friday and seeing as much as we possibly could, the Bellagio fountains. If you haven't seen them, I was able to get some really cool pictures of the fountains on Friday. At the same time that the CBS drone was flying through the air, capturing footage. So we're pretty sure we saw ourselves on the back on the back uh, of the shot, standing along the railing up up near the entrance to the Bellagio while we were waiting a half hour for those fountains to turn on. Because, Because the drone... Until it got in the air, they wouldn't run the fountains. So they had to, we had to wait for a lot longer than normal for the fountains to go through their incredible routine because of the CBS drone. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. Anyway, it was a great couple days in Las Vegas and then beyond. Uh, and we'll share those stories as we head through the week, but not on this edition of the show. A little more of the reaction. I'd love to hear from you on Twitter, on Facebook. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What I can't live with is when I do stuff that I didn't plan on doing or that I didn't do and second-guess myself. And um, I'm proud of what we did today as a coaching staff and as players in terms of we did – we worked and we did everything that we planned on doing. We just didn't get it done. And any play that didn't work out, yeah, you always look at that stuff. But – that's that's how every game is, and that's what we work at. I mean, I heard the most for the players. Those are the guys. I mean, it's just it's such a 
can't tell you guys how long it takes to get here and just how long an NFL season is um, going through January and all the way into February. So um, our guys, I heard from the most. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Kyle Shanahan says he hurts the most for the guys in the locker room. Well, Brock Purdy says he hurts the most for his head coach and the others who have waited a long time to get on this stage. You want to win it for that kind of guy, and he's a great coach. Everybody wants to go to war with that guy. Um, the way he handles himself and carries himself, like we all just we want to win for him. And um, obviously, the the older guys, the vets, Trent Williams, Eric Armstead, like all the guys that have been through it, man, you, you want to win for him. So, um, but it starts with coach, man. That's that's who I hurt for, um, and I hurt for all the other guys, our whole team. What we've been through the last year hasn't been easy, and um, you know for it to go like that. Where it's, it's close at the end, and it's it's tough, and I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind around it. What we did here after the game is that Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles. Gosh, we saw some painful, and I don't just mean physically painful, but emotionally painful torn Achilles this season. Going all the way back to four snaps into the Jet season for Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins with the torn Achilles, and then it, it, you may have seen it, 916 left in the second quarter. Greenlaw is so anxious to get back out on the field after the Chiefs were stopped in the red zone. So this is following the Patrick Mahomes 52-yard chuck to Miko Hardman that gets him into the red zone. First real big play by the offense in the first half. But then Pacheco is stripped by the Niners defense. Amador uh, Commodore Lamour. Oh, sorry. Diamador Lamore. <laughs> My brain. Diamador Lamore is the guy who stripped him, and then it's recovered by Javon Hargrave at the eight-yard line. So it's this huge momentum swing, and Greenlaw pushes off the sidelines, sprints, or meant to sprint onto the field, but doesn't get more than a couple of steps before he crumples. And he's out for the rest of the game, obviously. The guys on his side of the ball were devastated. It was hard. Um, sometimes when things like that happen, it, it could sway the momentum just because it's such an emotional feeling. Um, but I do think we did a good job of, of continuing to play the way we were playing. And um, Dre is a one-on-one human being. Uh, he was pushing through so much this year, and I think 99% of players wouldn't have been able to do what he did. And he put his body on the line for this, and it sucks that we couldn't get him one. I'm sick to my stomach. I'm still sick. Uh, you know, I'm, I see him at halftime, and I'm just I'm crying because I, I just I'm so hurt for him, and obviously wanted to win this for him, and sickening. Of course, yeah, I, sent, I saw him uh, halftime, saw him obviously towards the end of the game when he was out there on the sideline, and uh, horrible. I mean, he just been dealing with that, that same Achilles injury for the last few weeks, and so, um, you know, we ran out on the field together, and I see him drop down, and you know, I knew exactly what happened. First, Nick Bosa, and then Fred Warder, both emotional for Dre Greenlaw, and carrying even more of that weight because they didn't feel like they got it done for him 
after they lost him early in that second quarter. George Kittle also got hurt. He was back on the field uh, long enough to experience a second loss in a Super Bowl. You train all season, train all offseason. Every day you put in for the work. Go to OTAs, training camp. You know, just it's a long, long season. It's a long year. And whatever week we're on, what, 27? Something like that. You know, we've been playing football since late July. And to come up short of a goal of a dream, it's not fun. Do you remember, and I've brought this up a couple of times, when he was caught on camera and NFL films in the fourth quarter of, it, toward the end, obviously, of their loss to the Niner or to the uh, Chiefs four years ago, and they had had that 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, couldn't protect it, and George Kittle was talking on the sidelines to himself, we'll be back, we'll be back, we'll be right back here, we're going to do this again, we're going to be back. And he reminded people of that this week. I said we'd be back here. I told you we'd be back. Well, unfortunately for the Niners, all too familiar, these emotions, these feelings. Yes, they were back. But sometimes it hurts even more when you get all the way back there only to be stuffed again and again by Kansas City. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 